rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. What's up, everybody? Whoa. <laughs> Silly question. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out or watching the show, listening to the show, putting up with the show. Yeah, we meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, these are all places you can find the show. Please give the show a good review on iTunes and keep coming back it works if you work it so work it you're worth it and also come on in and join us in the youtube chat all right don't be shy we're at youtube.com slash c for channel slash rdt daily media this is unapologetic liberal talk i don't apologize frankly <laughs> i don't apologize unfrankly i'm i'm sick of it I'm sick of it. I'm sick of Democrats and normal people. You know, Democrats, progressives, liberals, normal people, people who are capable of functioning in a free democratic society. You know, the majority. I'm sick of us dancing around the the obvious that we are in in uh we be, we're, we're not in a relationship we're in a hostage situation we have been taken hostage by a minority death cult that represents a minority of people that receives fewer votes not just in the presidency that represents a minority of people that is illegitimate that needs the court to give them the presidency and it needs the court to gerrymander their districts and to ensure that we, well, not just the courts, you know what I mean, but to also to ensure the, the uppity people that they know their place. The people, meaning the, the workers, the dum-dums, the, those who get up every morning and have to trade the limited time in their lives for a paycheck. And they, yeah, not having any seat at the table, that's the, that's the whole point. Not for, you know, for you. They don't, they have, not only do they have a seat at the table, I'm talking about the, the real constituency of the Republican Party, they they own the table. You're not invited to the table, honey. You're on the menu. Not, uh, not just on the menu. You're on the you're on the main course. You are the appetizer and you're the goddamn dessert. They are slicing and dicing up your life. And it doesn't have to be this way. It really doesn't. That's why they have to cheat. That's why they need to gerrymander their districts. That's why they need the court. They need to follow the authoritarian playbook. And that's what they're doing. 
So a legitimate political party doesn't follow the same playbook as an autocracy, as the as an autocrat takeover. That's not a coincidence. You know, if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it walks like a duck, it's a goddamn duck. So what are we talking about? What are they doing to us? We, normal people, those who are capable of functioning in a free democratic society, we're in the, mi- we're in the majority and we are being oppressed by this, this death cult, this illegitimate death cult that has no interest in governing. They only have an interest in getting rid of any stopgap to their power. And that means democracy. That's why they hate government. They, they attack government as the problem because government, as constituted as a democratic republic, if it's functioning, that government is the uh, equalizing factor in, the, uh, in justice, in truth, justice, and the American way. That government sets the ground rules of an economy that doesn't treat you as merely a a host from which to suck profit and discard. But this government, the one that we have, the one that's bought and paid for by the big moneyed interests, and that's that's fine by Mitch McConnell and the rest of his death cult, this government is constituted um, as they're using the mechanism of government to, to, to roll us back, roll, roll back the entire American experiment where that I, I, I'm not, I mean, it's not, we're not, it's not, I'm not just saying this, it's happening. I know it's hard to believe, right? You can't, you never, who would have thought? I never thought when I was, when I was a child and I was learning about this country. Of course, I was learning the, um, you know, the completely uh, immature version of this country. Because you're, whatever they're spoon feeding you as a child. And you think. I started, well, my father was a, he was a big World War II buff and he loved history like I do. Well, I guess that's maybe where I get it from. But he, um, when I learned more about World War II, I, I was happy as a child, as a, as a child would be in my child understanding that we were the good guys, that we were the ones who, abided by by morality by laws that when the war was over and the germans were trying to surrender they were tripping over themselves to surrender to the americans because they knew that they would be treated with dignity and respect whereas if they surrendered to the Russians, they would disappear into Russia never to be heard of again. And that's exactly what happened. 
the majority of German prisoners who ended up in Russian prison camps never came home. As opposed to the Americans, where we abided by the Geneva Conventions, and actually many of the German prisoners of war stayed in the United States and made their homes here because they were so impressed by what we were doing, democracy. You know, it wasn't just... It wasn't, it wasn't just bullshit, I suppose. As George Washington understood when he ordered his troops to treat prisoners of war with respect, that they were fighting, that we were fighting for more than... We were fighting more than just a, a physical battle. It was a battle of ideas. But the grand experiment in liberal democracy? What? Where, where is that? It's gone. They have done it again. Who's they? Who's they? I'm talking about the power of organized money and con well, concentrated wealth. It's been, that's the same, it's the same. It's the same adversary that we've always been up against. For time immemorial, or memoriam, however you say it. It's always been organized money, and they, they've won. We can't have a functioning democracy when, you, when we have a, 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 a government that is bought and paid for by the interests that want to that keep their boots on our necks. And Twitler is all more than happy to oblige. It's disgusting. And, all right, let's see. I wanted to, I, I didn't even do the intro for the most part because I'm, I'm pissed. I'm freaking pissed. I'm, uh, I want, uh, the re that's why I named tonight's show. Oh, did I, did I change it? Holy shit, I didn't change it. I'll have to fix it. I kept the same one as... It looks like I have the same title. Ah, damn it. On the YouTube channel. But it, it's supposed to be... The, uh... America is over. It's time to split into two different countries. Yeah. America's over. It's time to split up. I wonder if I can do this. I don't, I don't want to do it live. How come I didn't... How, what the hell happened? This is so weird. Not that I... I mean, this is what happened. That's why I ask you to be a patron. God damn it. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And... Yeah. We might actually... One day have a show that might have a producer who knows yeah i was able to change it good yes america is over it's time to split into two different countries and thank you jd for your very generous super chat right out of the gate and thank you shannon for your generous and always shannon with the super chats and also the Patre patreon thank you 
uh, Shannon says, thank you, Tara. Stick together. That's the truth. Um, all right. Yeah. Watching, I don't know if you guys just saw it. I was watching Twitler announce Amy Coney Barrett as the next Supreme Court to justice to take over Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat. She's not even in the ground, guys. She's not even in the freaking ground. And these sons of bitches, this less vote-getting, illegitimate death cult, who have failed so epically that we have a mass casualty event occurring in the United States every single day. What do you call that? When you're losing over a thousand Americans every single day. This is what we're up against. Well, you see how fast they're running with this, the Supreme Court pick or whatever the hell. How fast they, they want to have hearings, everything wants, they want to get it done before the election to install a yet another illegitimate Republican president, so-called president, in the White House, despite receiving fewer votes, just like George Bush, George W. Bush, I mean, and Twitler. Um, but you see how fast they go. They don't, they don't operate that fast when it comes to coronavirus relief. Nothing's coming there. One in three restaurants are going... Is it one in three, actually? I just saw something about this. One in three restaurants will permanently close because of this pandemic. Let me see. Permanently close. Yeah, one of one in three restaurants in the United States is expected to close. That's by choice of the tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-envying con man and his death cult of enablers and fascists and anti-democratic, un-American ghouls who hate this country. That's their choice. They have no sense of urgency when it comes to keeping America's um, Americans above water. The, because you know why? You get it. Their constituency are doing fine. The CEOs, the big, the big oil CEOs, the big pharma CEOs, the insurance rackets, the insurance racketeers, they're doing well. So they're not closing down. In fact, the insurance racket is raking in the bucks, especially on the stock market in this pandemic. How disgusting is that? They're getting rich while we are having a mass casualty event every week, every day. What am I talking about? Week. It would be bad enough if it's a week. But one in three restaurants will not open again in this country. That's business, not just businesses, it's jobs, of course. The waiters, the waitresses, 
the the cooks, everybody who works there, the delivery people. And it fans out. It affects everything. Because we are all connected. So, but that's how they like it, you see? That is how a fascist administration or a fascist cabal operates. They like that. They want you and me and all of us, the working class, they need us nice and desperate, nice and malleable, hanging by a thread, unable to fight back. Not not this uppity, economically vibrant working class. You know, the one that can take a day off, the uh, a uh, can save some money for rainy days, go on a vacation, have sick leave, have a retirement. That's that's too much. Or send you know send their kids to school, or pay off, go to school without coming out of school as an indentured servant to the banks. That's that's too much. That's too much freedom. You are too uppity then. You know, you might stand up and say, hell no, we won't go to your corporate war of aggression, of choice. Or hell no, we're not taking it. I'm not working in these unsafe working conditions where I'm going to get coronavirus or die and die and bring it home and spread it around to all my loved ones. So you can disappear behind the walls of your gated community and and suck on the blood. Really, they are bloodsuckers. The blood, sweat, and tears of the American people and the American experiment. I mean, that's what they want. They want you nice and desperate so you, you do what they say. You shut your mouth. Just shut your mouth and go to work and shut up. It's like what's exactly what's happening in these these murder mills, these meat packing plants, the corpse factories that Twitler said they net that's an essential industry to uh it's so essential they had to speed up the murder line so and also we we know the whole thing um how he did away with the inspectors on the line so they self-report and they allow he's he with his the sweep of his pen king trump has allowed um feces and uh pig testicles in into the food supply and etc all things that human beings can't digest so you'll get sick you won't realize that it's because you just ate pig shit um thanks to twitler but yeah they the the this is an essential industry according to Twitler, because he's got benefactors in the murder in the uh and the i don't know the meat it's not meat it's a, it's animal corpses whatever i got an email from somebody don't call it don't um it's they were saying i shouldn't i shouldn't say that but why i shouldn't say uh meat because i'm picking on people who eat meat whatever I don't care. I'll be right back.
and I'm back. Look at that. See how that happens? I, I, I eat whatever the hell you want. What do you want me to do? Eat it. Eat corpses. I don't care. Whatever. I, I'm just saying. I, I believe that we need to be more conscious about our, what we do, about our, the way we treat the other creatures on this planet. Okay, this is a conversation for another time, as we know. I'll do it. I will get into it again. Um, but yeah, that's an essential industry, according to Twitler, the the corpse mi uh, meat mill or whatever. And but all of these corpses, they're being um, they're being shipped. Mo the majority of them are being shipped overseas, so they're not even feeding people in the United States. It's just because they want to make buku bucks. It doesn't matter who dies. They don't have the money. They're not going to spend money making the, uh, the murder factory safe for the workers because you're not, you're nothing. You're like those corpses that you're making in the murder mill. I mean, I'm not, I, you, you understand that. You, the worker is only one notch up on the ladder. You got the chickens and the and the pigs and the cows and everything else that's be, being sliced and diced in there. That's they're the lowest, of course, on the totem pole. But you, the worker, the human, who's doing the murdering and the slicing, that they're only one rung up on the ladder. And if you, if this whole thing, if this whole pandemic, the way Twitler has treated, the way the industry, that industry, that, that blood-soaked industry, that's suffering, that's, that, ugh, the suffering industry, if you don't think that, uh, that this whole pandemic doesn't show just how much they have just how much they disrespect. Is that even a way to put it? Just how disrespectful, how much they consider the worker only um, a necessary part in the whole chain to get money into their pockets. If you die, you die. Just like who cares about the chickens and the cows, right? And the pigs. And if they could, once you slice the, the throats of the pigs, they'd kick your ass right in that grinder after them. If they could. Nothing speaks to that like what Twitler has done to, this, to the regulations in this industry. They, the, 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 the death in these... These mills are, are epidemic, and they've done nothing to rectify it. And the CDC and, and Tr Twitler's administration, they release guidelines which the political hacks in Twitler's administration altered. So instead of saying you what the CDC... Rachel Maddow did a whole thing on this what the CDC says, okay, wear your mask as a, a definitive rule. 
that workers in the mills need to wear masks. Twitler's administration, his hacks, his fascists, his America-hating fascists, the, in the death, death cult, they changed the language in the recommendations to say, not you need, like, you should wear your mask, but they changed it to, you, if you, it's recommended that you wear a mask if possible, or when possible. So they changed it all the language to, eh, do it, don't do it, I don't know, whatever. If you can, do it, wear your mask, you know, eh, who cares? You're gonna, you're gonna die anyway. So why not die for a worthy cause, making the rich richer? Eh, so what? Wear your mask. Oh, your, your workmate? That you travel to work with, you know, you carpooled with the... Oh, she's dead? Um, eh. Oh, well. Look at the bright side. At least the rich got richer. Right? At least we got... We're At least America's great again. Right? At least we could say Merry Christmas again. Oh, my God. I was... I, I, I can't believe it. I, I'm so free now. I can't wait till Christmas comes again where I can finally say Merry Christmas. Um, yeah, this country, that's why I'm saying we need to break up. It's enough. We've done it. It's, uh, we tried. How much longer? When we get to the, when you're in a bad relationship, when does it become, uh, it becomes, it's not a relationship, it's a hostage-taking situation. The Republican Party has taken us hostage. And they're dragging us back, they're dragging us to the Dark Ages, that's what's happening. They don't want to live in a democracy. I've been saying this for freaking years. And I'm at the end of my rope now. Because it's disgusting watching them. What they're doing, it's disgusting to watch them spit in all our faces. Now, if Twitler wanted, if they really wanted to make this country, to unify this country, if, the, if that was the idea, what would he do? What would he do? They would, you know what he would do? He would nominate Merrick Garland to the bench. Or how about Hillary Clinton? That's what they would do. But they have no interest in that. Their only interest is sticking it to the libs. And, well, Twitler's in interest is making, get, making sure that he can steal the next election, like he stole the first one. And, okay, here, uh, like today, uh, I'm, I'm at the end of my rope. I'm done. I'm done. I'm saying this. I'm, I'm encouraging everybody to call their representatives and say, say, enough. Enough. Enough being tyrannized by this terrorist death cult that is 
killing us. It's not, it's not me metaphorical. They are literally destroying this country. And what, what is democratic? What is, where is the democracy when the less vote getting con men consistently illegitimately seize power and act like they have a mandate? See, when you do that, there's no humility there, of course. Then there's no honesty. There is no willingness in that kind of behavior to have a coalition, to reach a consensus. You know what I mean? If they really, if, if they won the election and then they understood this, the, the reality is Twitler won, quote unquote, by he's a loser who won. That's how that's really sums up his entire life. Failing upwards that well, that's also white privilege, right? The the white privilege of well, it's the privilege of the rich. Rich white, straight white male privilege. And if he, they really wanted to have a functioning society, you know what would happen? They would un they would honestly deal with the American people and say, yes, you know, we did, we won because of the throwback to slavery electoral college, this archaic, arcane system that was established so democracy truly wouldn't break out and deprive the, the Southern racists of their human property. That's what, that's what it's there for, which is really so fitting how Twitler squeaked in using that archaic system that really needs to be abolished. But they would, they would say, yes, we only won by this slim, by this technicality. And we also won with the, uh, uh, the slow, the, one of the smallest electoral college victories it was not in any way, shape, or form a landslide. And also, we received fewer votes, given that the American people are uh, divided in this way. We will work with our Democratic allies and come up with compromises and solutions as long as we continue to move forward together as a unified United States and, uh, you know, democratic republic. But that's not what they're doing. They have no interest in that. My name is Tara Devlin. In case, who cares, whatever. In case you care, that's my name, whatever. Um... And it's just, this is unapologetic liberal talk. So I, I also suggest that if, you, if you're a liberal, if you're a normal person, a progressive, normal person, Democrat, whatever you want to call yourself, if you are a normal person, don't apologize for it. Stop asking Trump Trumpanzees what they're thinking, what they're feeling. Will they support the con man? It's time to bring out the sh the public shaming, the consistent shaming, and the truth. When they, uh, what, what does uh, Michelle Obama say? When they go low, we go high. Well, when they go low, um, 
we just keep talking the truth, keep saying the truth, keep repeating the truth. When they start saying, we have a mandate, we won, well, elections have, well, you know what? Not, yeah, elections have consequences, but you receive fewer votes. And when they talk about the Supreme Court, oh, well, it's their constitutional duty to, well, it's, well not just Merrick Garland. Did you insult? You stuck a finger in the eye of the American people. It wasn't just Barack Obama. And you receive fewer votes. All of your Supreme Court justices are illegitimate. These are the truth. When they talk about how, I mean, everything they say is a lie. That's why I'm like, why do, what the hell? What are we doing with these idiots? Enough. Really? I'm not, uh, they don't like us, uh, clearly. They don't have an interest in having a democracy, clearly. Because if they did, why would they be pushing this, really, this religious zealot onto the Supreme Court? Uh, it's less than, what is it? Less than freaking, I mean, I can't even talk. Listen to me. I'm babbling here. Less than 60 days before the, what is it, 40-something days before the election? These hypocrites? If hypocrisy was their only failing, my God, we would consider ourselves lucky. But it is a complete cornucopia of destructive traits. That's because, guess what? Like I say all the time, they could care less about democracy. That's not the point. Right. When you follow the autocrat playbook... You're an autocrat. Attacking the press, attacking the all the pillars of democracy, attacking public education, attacking voting, attacking um, the courts, stuffing illegitimate flunkies onto the courts despite receiving fewer votes. Enough. They're, they're not trying to have a democracy. They're pantomiming it. They're, they're pretending that they're working within the system while they are, they're effing it from within. Up to the point where we will not, we, we will not recognize it. It's done. That's why I am done with them. I'm done playing with them. You know, when you want you, when you're a kid, you play with your neighbors, your friends. Well, who the hell wants to play with someone who is always cheating? Just a goddamn cheat. You say, you know what? I'm not playing anymore with this, with Johnny, because he's a effing cheat. So they don't have an interest. So enough with. Cory Booker, last night on the show, I played the clip of Cory Booker begging Republicans to, um, he's, um, begging them 
to be decent, appealing to their decency when they when they don't have any decency. If they had any decent, any of the decent ones are gone. They don't have decency. Look at them. That's what they are. Look at Bill Barr. How he lies and backs up this con man. And look at how... Look, uh, Think about um, Jeff Sessions when he recused himself from Mo- the Mueller or whatever the hell when they, the early on when we were young, when Twitler first got a, squatted, started squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. And Jeff Sessions recused himself, which was what he was supposed to do. And that's the thing that they attack him for. The only, the only in, uh, thing that he did, the only action he took that had integrity is the, the, the action that they attack him for, that they ousted him for. And the rest of them rally around the dumb Fuhrer and lie, continue to lie, all of them. From the lowest to the high, from up and down, from sea to shining sea, these lying fascists, they, uh, they prove me right every day. They don't want to have a democracy. So they're dragging us into their dystopian, kiss up, kick down, neo-feudal corporate takeover of the country. It's not a democracy anymore. It is a corporatocracy, a kleptocracy. I mean, all these words, plutocracy, kleptocracy, oligarchy. It is ruled by the rich. And everybody else, just if you can get through your life with your head down and maybe never get a serious illness, God bless you. Good luck. Find a Lord to serve. Hopefully you'll be able to go on GoFundMe and get your diabetes medicine or something. And if you're in, if you're not in a targeted minority group, you'll be okay in fascism. But you'll you'll have nothing. You will be like so many millions, countless, nameless human beings who have lived and died under this oppressed system that Western civilization suffered under, that ordinary people suffered under for since we crawled out of the goddamn ooze. This thing of ours, this democratic republic, the, 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 the grand experiment in liberal democracy was supposed to be the antidote to that. And how far off the mark are we? We're in the widest income gap, the least upwardly mobile. I mean, all those things. When we're, that's just the reality. And they have changed what it means, well, they have redefined what it means. What is patriotism? Waving a big effing ugly flag? Having a Trump uh, motor... F- uh, These the stupid Trump assholes uh, carpool 
that's what it means to be free? While they inflict the tyranny of the minority on the entire country, but it really all comes down to corporatocracy. It comes down to recreating the exact system that the founders rebelled against. That's what it is. Everything that everyone, whoever gave their life for this country, died for, to fight against. They insult us. They abuse us. And how much longer are we going to take it? I'm done. I'm effing done with them. And I say to, I called up all my representatives, Schumer, uh, AOC, and, and Chris, Kirsten Gillibrand. Not that they give a shit, but I, I just said, enough. I'm sick of the tyranny of the minority. You Democrats don't fight. You don't, every time you get in front of a camera, you need to tell, tell remind the American sheeple that, the, they that the death cult, the GOP death cult, is a minority party with, who received less votes, not just in the presidency, but across the board, the Senate, the House. They represent a minority of people, and they are uh, attacking the very pillars of democracy. That's not a drill. So if they don't, I'm, I, I, if they don't like democracy there's nothing i can do to convince them anymore they don't it's it's over so break it up it's time to all of us secede it's time we need to split this country in two before it's too late my name is tara devlin my god help me this is Unapologetic Liberal Talk. If you can, become a patron. Please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And we might be able one day to have a, a daily show. That's the point. Maybe, who knows? Maybe I'll drop dead before then because I'm sick of it. I'm really at the end of my rope. I can't, I, I'm sick of even saying this shit. You know, become a patron, become a... You know what I mean? I'm really... Ugh. I'm just... And, and I wonder sometimes. Maybe, you know, I think about... I'm... Am I too old to just get the F out of here? Finally. And, you know, uh, people who listen to Mike Malloy... Uh, no, you might know Bob Alexander, who uh, during the Bush years, during the illegitimate George W. Bush years, moved his family to Canada. They, they emigrated to Canada. And I've discussed this with him on Facebook, you know, chatting and whatnot. And he said they never, they, they never made the, uh, a better decision. In their life, they, his wife had a child. Well, both of them had a child. What am I talking about? They were having a baby, and they're like, "Do we want to raise our child in this fascist, death cult country, or do we want to take make the effort and 
pick up our lives and move the F to a civilized country. And they, they chose the, to make the effort and they're, they're happy. They don't have to worry about health care. They're not dealing with a fascist coup. They have a functioning democratic republic, which is funny considering they have a goddamn queen. But yeah, the the ignorance in this country is epidemic. That's why they the American people don't really understand what they've lost. What was on the what was at stake? I mean, that's what I believe. I don't know. I'm sure not everybody, but for the most part, you know that Republicans, the the dum-dums who vote uh, for the fascists, they, they really don't get it. They don't understand what it means to have a democratic republic, what this thing was supposed to be. They're so... They're so propagandized by bullshit. They have no no idea. Liberal age of of uh, enlightenment. The they the history of Western civilization. They have no idea how the thousands of years how what they're doing, what they're supporting, what they're cheering, and what uh, besides the racism. Because that's really what it comes down to for these idiots. They, what what they're enabling. They are enabling the entire, the, the rollback of the American Revolution. That's what they're doing. So, um, the, here's an article, well, it's an opinion. And I, I this is where I got the the title for tonight's show from this, uh, this opinion that was in the Inquirer, the not the Enquirer, the In I N Inquirer, by Chuck Bonfig, and he wrote, "America is over. Let's just split into two different countries." And so he writes, George Washington once wrote, "The establishment of our new government seemed to be the last great experiment for promoting human happiness." Judging by the state of our country today, I wonder if Mr. Washington would like to rephrase that. The country has gone through many periods of strife in my time here, assassinations, recessions, desegregation, inflation, gas crisis, Watergate, hanging chads, the AIDS crisis, 9-11. Maybe it's the 24-hour news cycle or the immediacy of social media that makes the landscape seem so bleak, but I don't recall us ever being so divided. And I have my opinion on that, but we'll get to that after. No one in our country seems happy today. The right is angry. The left is despondent. Our nation remains or reminds me of those married couples who try to stay together for the children, but end up making everyone around them miserable. Maybe it's time for a breakup. Yes, I know a few southern states tried this before, and it didn't turn out too well. I'm thinking about something a little less bloody, like like a Brexit. America had a nice run. 
We won two world wars, gave the world the automobile, nuclear power, the internet, and put men on the moon. But now, it just may be time to admit that our country has jumped the shark. We used to be the beacon of freedom for the world. Now we're the ones with children in cages, paramilitary on the streets of our cities, and being monitored by Amnesty International. We used to oversee other, other countries' elections. Now they want to monitor our elections. We used to be the place people ran to for safety. Now we're the pariahs of the world. And our passports are unable to take us almost anywhere on Earth. Because the borders have been closed to us. Honestly, would breaking up the United States really be such a bad thing? California can stand alone. They're already the fifth largest economy in the world. So could Texas, Florida, and New York. We've seen, as uh, we have seen, as the federal coronavirus response failed due to Twitler's in, in complete incompetence and Republican just myopic vision. Is it a vision? Myopic obsession of putting unqualified flunkies on the bench so they can destroy democracy once and for all. I mean, that's me editorializing, but um, we have seen, as the federal coronavirus response failed, states already breaking out into groups for survival. That could be the beginning of something that will finally make us happy. Our current situation leaves us with a feeling of futility as the ground constantly changes beneath our feet. George W. Bush did not like the, the Kyoto Protocol and pulled us out. Barack Obama believes in climate change and supported the Paris Accord. Donald Trump does not and pulls us out. Well, because he doesn't like Obama. That's really what it's about. Joe Biden will make us reverse course and support it again. The next Republican will most likely pull us back out of the Paris Accord again. Is this any way to run a government? And people are just so frustrated. An August NBC News Wall Street Journal poll finds that 70% of Americans are angry at the political system. That is just not working for them. Dissatisfaction with the government may be something we can all agree on, but that seems like the only thing. Some believe we're in the middle of a worldwide pandemic, while others think it's a hoax. There are some who want kids to go back to school in the middle of all this, while others don't. Some deplore the tearing down of statues and decry bl the Black Lives Matter movement, while others rejoice in it, as they should. Yes, there have always been differences amongst us, but in the age of QAnon, the deep state, quote-unquote, and other such conspiracy theories, the rift seems insurmountable. If we broke up into two different countries, then perhaps folks could finally find the answers they're looking for. Don't want to go to Starbucks without the comfort of your AK AR-15 or whatever? We have a country for that. Want to have a gun-free environment where your children can go to school without bullet-resistant backpacks? Yeah, we have a country for that, too. 
Just think about it, America. I know breaking up is hard to do. We used to be good together. But what's the point of having the so-called greatest country in the world if none of us actually like it? And that is an article by Chuck Bonfig that I couldn't agree with more. And I've been saying it. I've been saying this for a long time now. Enough. Yeah, it doesn't have, we don't have to secede in anger. Agree to disagree and move. Move away. Part ways. We can spend our time figuring out who gets what. We could be the federated states of America. I I like that idea. You can have your Twitler and your pandemic. You can have it all. You can do whatever the hell you want. Red states or whatever. Whoever wants to go with them. Do what you want. We are sick of it. The majority here, you know, 90% of the American people want background checks on gun purchases. We don't have it because of the corruption, because of money and politics, and the right wing. Even, well, Twitler, when he's announcing this Amy Coney Barrett for the bench, for the illegitimate Supreme Court seat, again, another illegitimate seat, he's saying, oh, the the rulings coming up will be so consequential for the American sheeple, like our great Second Amendment. Who the hell is taking away their Second Amendment? Nobody. But they, like every authoritarian, like every filthy, disgusting fascist that ever took over a country or tried to, the lies. It, all that matters is lies. You have to have an enemy. So, so they're coming for your Second Amendment. Make them think they're free if they can walk into a Walmart with an AR-15. But don't let them think, I mean, no, they're not too, that free. You're not that free. You're not free, my friends, if you can't retire, if you can't go to a doctor when sick. If you can't save four hundred dollars while you're the while you're living in the richest country on earth, that's not freedom. Mm. But yeah, uh, um, let's get the, together with those who are capable of functioning in a free democratic society and understand, and, and those who understand that that it's not freedom to walk around with an AR-15 in a Walmart, that's, you know, we could do better than that. That we can have schools that aren't blood-soaked, where kids don't have to go through live shooter drills. We can have that. We can actually have that. But not with the Republican albatrosses hanging around our necks, because they don't have an interest and they're willing and able and capable of the most uh, line-crossing, norm-bending? Are you kidding me? 
Norm bending. Another norm. What? No. This is a coup. Oh, yes, it is. It's an absolute coup. And we better believe it. We better believe the autocrat. That's actually one of the suggestions of people who... Well, what's the woman's name? She was on Chris Hayes' show, now that I'm thinking about it. Now I can't remember her name. But she... One of her... She studies autocracies, and Chris Hayes had her on the show, and the, the top suggestion, or the top... Uh, whatever it is. Yeah, I guess it's a suggestion. Is to believe the autocrat. When he says... Uh, the election is rigged or he's setting up the what's going to happen on election night he believe him believe him like when he said in 2016 that the election is rigged unless i win believe him don't you say well that's just him oh don't worry about it joe biden again today was on Whatever, he was being interviewed. Oh, yeah, don't worry. He'll leave. It's going to be all right. It's it's not. I'm telling you what's going to happen on election night. Mark my words. You know this. He will declare himself the winner on election night. And you know what the Republicans will do? They will agree. Regardless of all whether the votes are counted or not. The vote counting is incidental. And in fact, the vote counting gets in the way. As you know. That's why... Who what, Who said that? Stalin? It's not who votes, it's who counts the votes. Exactly. And everybody sees it. So it's... I'm glad that the corporate media is calling out Trump's power grab that he is acting like an autocrat that he's not yeah he's acting he is what he is and the republican party is a a, an illegitimate party and so joe biden said today that he he believes once trump is gone this reminds me of barack obama said a similar thing when trump is gone he believes that the Republicans will come out of their stupor. Well, obviously, what are they capable of? They'll come out of their stupor? They'll get, come back to normal. They were never normal. They were just waiting for their opportunity to strike. Well, no, 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 excuse me. Let me, let me rephrase that. They weren't waiting for their opportunity. They were corrupting government all along they were setting it up this slow motion coup now it's a little bit on uh, they they put it they kicked the coup in gear absolutely and you you know it so i'm not what what am i saying that is not that's not true right now we see it it's happening the Republicans are taking over this country illegitimately. And if only they were just a, oh, a center-right party, 
They're not. They are an anti-American, anti-democratic party. No legitimate political party that had an interest in a functioning democracy would spend all its time stacking the courts with unqualified loyalists. Instead of saying, oh, well, this is what they do, the Republicans, they've been wanting to do this for years. Call it out for what it is. It is right out of the authoritarian playbook. Like every other fascist takeover, just like Hitler did. What's the problem, media? Why? Is it the denial? Is it the corporate sponsors, perhaps? You have a, a bigger interest in ensuring that the American sheeple remain calm, right? Don't, don't do anything about the coup. Because I guess it, whatever happens, corporate America is going to come out great. Fascism? Oh my God. That, well, that's what it is. It's the corporate takeover of a country with a, with their, I mean, nationalism, their, their filthy con man at the top and all the, uh, atrocities in between dehumanization, targeting minority groups, vilification of the press, the elites, anybody who can challenge them, anybody who's smart. Hello. This is what we've we've been watching. So I don't know. I that's what I did. I called my representatives and said, "Break this shit up." I don't know what you're gonna do. I hope you do the same. Yep, Shannon on the chat. Get me the f out of this country. I agree. I don't know, man. I really feel like I would be so much happier if I didn't have to deal with this all the time. To watch these mother effers strip us of the basic decency and dignity of being a human being. To attacking our health fucking care. I know, I know, I know. We got to go through this again and again and again and again because corporate, the corporate elite, the 1%, the, those who run the country, they, they need us to act our, you know, play our part, be our, just be the hosts from which to suck profit and shut the F up. That's what they need. So now here we go again them taking away our health care. One step forward, two steps back. But it w- honestly, this... Now, I'm going to hear this. I'm going to hear it when I say this. Because whenever I say this, I get people blowing back like, oh, well, he couldn't help it. If they... If Obama had included a public option in Obamacare, we wouldn't be dealing with this. It's like the pre-existing conditions shit. Because you can't attack... It has to belong to everybody. It has to. 
everything, it has to belong to us, all of us. Otherwise, it can be vilified and discarded. It's exactly, look at what's going on with the freaking pandemic. The reason the Republicans can get away with killing the American people is because in the right-wing fascist dupe land, in their propaganda channels, not only are they being told it's a hoax, they're being told that it affects those with darker pigment. So that why, why should they give a shit? It's... Let them die. It's black people are dying. Okay, well, why should I care? That's what they want to know. This is why we have to have policies that belong to everybody. Everybody in, nobody out. How many times I got to say this? Everybody in, nobody out. That's the only American way. And we could have that way if we got the F out from, a, from under the fascist boot. The tyranny of the minority. And that's what it has to be called. And the Democrats have to stop begging for the decency of Republicans. Stop begging them to be decent. I'm imploring the Republicans to be decent. You might as well implore a fish to fly out of the freaking water and take a trip around the sun. It's not happening. I'm imploring birds to swim and fish to fly. Is basically the same sentence as I'm imploring Republicans to be decent. Seriously, they're decent? There's no decency in a party that lies about a pandemic. When they know that it is killing people... That is, that we are, uh, that, that this is the party of life? Bullshit too, right there. The Democrats need to fight the party of life? What are they talking about? They don't give a shit if you live or die. Isn't it obvious? They'll pack you in like sardines. They'll tell you, get back to work, sucker. Wear your mask or don't. We don't care. if, Because if you die, you die. There's somebody coming up right behind you as desperate to take your job. And shut. And that person will shut their mouths and beg. If they get trickled on, good. If not, shut up. Because they're not interested. If you want to have a seat at the table, pull yourselves up. Buy your bootstraps and marry a an heiress. Marry a billionaire. Marry a con man with a fake university and a vitamin scam. Then they'll listen to you. If they can't, like, like uh, this DeSantis idiot. Let me show you. You might have seen it, but this is what an idiot the this idiot is. Here's DeSantis. Look, I, I was on Twitter earlier, and I mean, Matt Getz, my governor is a boss, he writes, because here's Florida Governor DeSantis goes beast mode on the dopey media. Oh, yeah, because why? Beast mode on the media. When that's what fascists do. You can't 
uh, abide the truth. You gotta, you, you create your own truth. Beast mode. Let's hear what he's saying, actually. Our data is available. Our data is transparent. In fact, Dr. Burks has talked multiple times about how Florida has the absolute best data. So any insinuation oh, sure. otherwise is just typical partisan yeah. narrative oh, trying sure. to be spun. Everybody's and part of the reason lying. is that because you got a lot of people in your profession who wax oh. poetically for weeks and weeks about how Florida was going to be just like New York. Wait two weeks, Florida's going to be next. Just like Italy, wait two weeks. Well, hell, we're eight weeks away from that, and it hasn't happened. Not only do we have a lower death rate, well, we have way lower deaths generally, we have a lower death rate than the Acela Corridor, D.C., everyone up there. We have a lower death rate than the Midwest, Illinois, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio. But even well, in that's our... Well, that's not for lack of trying. Give them time. Don't worry. Lower death rate? I thought this was the party of life. Let's see. Here's the death rate. 14,000 deaths up 120. They have uh, 700, uh, approximately 700,000 cases up 2,500. This is today. Miami-Dade County, 3,231 deaths. Broward County, I, I, what? I mean, you can go on. Thousands of deaths. Orange County, Palm Beach County, 1,342. Yeah, oh my. Oh, it's all those uh, people in your profession blowing it up. Blowing it up. Blowing it out of proportion. Well, tell that to the 15, well, how much? 14,000 and 21 human beings that would have been here in this, if it wasn't for Republican incompetence and indifference. And now I want to show you right underneath. I tweeted this. You know, here's the Republican, you know, idiot. Look at the idiot. Look at this idiot. You see the way he put on his mask? He doesn't know how to put on a mask. He put, instead of putting the elastic around his ears he puts the elastic around his head and has one side of the elastic hanging down that's not, that's too complicated a mask that everyone is wearing around him he could see it being modeled there's a guy right behind him wearing it correctly and that's how stupid they are and they look at this guy who doesn't know how to put on a mask, and they say, oh, I'm going to listen to him. He's going to be my representative. Someone on the chat. Let's see. John Z. Smith. This is in Facebook. Splitting the country in two was a monumentally idiotic idea 160 years ago, and it's even more idiotic today, but Putin loves it. Well, whatever. Yeah, that's me. I'm all about um, doing Putin's bidding. No, you know what? Um, Putin loves the fascist destruction of democracy and the entrenchment of intergenerational concentrated wealth. That's what Putin loves. He, uh, um, he also loves the, the fact that he could 
step into our social media and incite and tickle all the divisive, racist, funny bones in this country and keep us at each other's throats. Mm. That's what Putin loves. He loves watching us implode. And democracy implode. You know what he loves to? And in fact, he says this publicly. He points to the United States as the model that proves democracy doesn't work. So that's what Putin loves. He doesn't love doing anything to rectify that. So I don't see what is, what's so terrible about splitting up a country that where one half of the country less than half, because they're the the minority, has no interest in a functioning democracy, and the other half of the country does. Give them what they want. Jesus Christ. Do you see what I got to get up and put up with? Thank you, Martin, for your super chat. Martin says, vote Biden-Harris and lock up Trump. I'm for that. Thank you guys for all your generous super chats. Shannon, JD, and Martin. That's about it tonight. So so far, whatever. Times are tough. I know. Let me see. You know what's weird? Some uh, The chat, I'm seeing, did I miss somebody's super chat? If I did, I apologize, because... Hmm. I'm getting something. It's saying... It says how much people are super chatting, so it looks like I might have skipped somebody, and I can't find that person. So I apologize. All right, let's see who's on the chat. I just want to say hello, since I really... start. I started the show, and... Um, went nuts immediately. Um, because I, that's how I'm walking around all day. Feeling like I can't take it anymore. So, hello, Paradou and JD and James. Hello, right back at you. Covert White Rabbit. Arthur, welcome. Nice to see you. And Terry Taylor, nice to see you. Terry says, I saw mostly Biden signs today in and around my very rural community. Unfortunately, a couple of Twitler signs as well. How dare they? How can you put a flag or a a sign up that has a con man on it? In the in who's killed over two hundred thousand of your fellow Americans, who has bankrupted others, who has others on the verge of homelessness, who has others who don't worry. You know what happens whenever a I'm saying don't worry, but I mean worry because when conservatives get their illegitimate minority greed-centered death cult fingers around the neck of power, what happens? There's studies done on this. Death rate goes up. Suicides go up. Death by despair goes up. Of course it does. 
And this is why the the Democrats. Here, there you go. There's another quiver in your uh, in your freaking whatever in your what do they call it? Quiver in your arrow and your arrows, not your arrows in your arrow and your quivers. That's right. Sorry, guys. Maybe my brain is going. That might be the best for the best, really. Um, Sin City, hello. Resist Evolve, Paradu, Arthur, hello. And Haiku, of course. Anthony and Zenny, Ed the First. These are all great people that you can meet if you go to the YouTube channel at youtube.com. Uh, dot com slash c for channel slash rdt daily media hello andrea yes why here's a good comment of course one that's andrea doesn't know any other way to comment why are the dems not running on the platform of restoring democracy that's right because they are fos2 yes in a way they definitely are. I can't stand it. I know we did a show last night where I don't want to do it again. The same show. And play the same videos. But um, Cory Booker is, is he should be ashamed of his stupidity. Begging Republicans to be decent. They can't. They can't just say one thing and do another. I mean, are you kidding me? Hello? And Greg. Hello, Greg. And I don't want to miss anybody. If I did, please forgive me. Shannon and JD and Martin. All right. Who else is here? Steve. Anthony. All right. Banterboard. And Patricia. Hello, hello. All right. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you saw when he was announcing... The Twitler was announcing Amy Coney Barrett. I wanted to... Uh, irony isn't a strong suit with the Republicans. I urge lawmakers and members of the media to refrain from personal or partisan attacks. And the stakes for our country are incredibly high. Rulings... Personal or partisan attacks. Refrain, I urge members of the media... Oh, my God. I urge lawmakers and members of the media to refrain from personal or partisan attacks. And How fucking dare you? Really? How goddamn dare this con man? Personal and or partisan attacks? Aw, poor boo-boo. See, that's supposed to tell. That's a signal for the Trump cult. They're so mean. Everybody's so mean to us by telling the truth about us. Oh, we urge no personal attack. Like what? Don't call her um, ugly like you called Ted Cruz's wife. Don't call her fat or a three. I mean, not that she is, but that won't ha stop you. Don't call her a pig like you called Rosie O'Donnell. Is that it? Twitler, refrain from personal attacks. The from the king of personal attacks, and I, it, and it trickles down to the morons, in the Trump cult. This is why I can't stand them. Besides everything else, 
even on, I see them on Twitter. I see them on social media, the morons and they're, um, somebody, where was this? It was in one of the comments on some YouTube thread I was watching and, or no, it was on my Facebook page. It was on the RDT daily Facebook. Uh, I eventually, I did kick the guy off cause who, who, who has the time for this shit? And someone wrote, um, like the guy's name was S S P Smith or whatever. And the Trump and Z on, on the chat or on the comment thread was like, Oh, what's that? Your name S P Smith. What's that stand for? Small penis. I'm not kidding you. I'm like, but then I looked at the guy's profile. This is an old, crusty old cracker. S.P. Smith. What does that stand for? Small penis? This is what I'm talking about. Split this country up. I would like to live in a society that is... that where the representatives have the emotional maturity of an adult, not a schoolyard bully. What does that stand for? Your name? What does that stand for? Small penis? Yeah. Wow. You got him. You showed him. Now, let's all ensure that women die in back alley abortions. Isn't that great? You sure showed him that will... You own the libs there, bud. Trump But he's only modeling his dim fura, his dumb leader. The Republican Party. That's what he's doing. He thinks this is an old man. Okay? He thinks, oh, it works for Twitler. So I'll do this to everybody I encounter. All the, uh, my, uh, those who um, don't agree that... We, we need that we should go on GoFundMe for health care. You know, those who are, um, you know, the libs, those who believe that when we have a, an election, the person who receives the most votes should actually do the job. You know, the, the libs. I'm going to own those libs. I'm going to show him I'm... Look at me, uh, everybody. My mama would be so proud going on this window to the world and arguing my my conservative point of view by calling somebody um, S.P., named S.P. Smith, small penis Smith. Oh, zing, 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 God, you got him there. This is what we're up against. My God. All right, here's the end of the show for Progressive Voices. Guys, guys, become a patron at patreon.com. Oh, my God, please. Or I can't take it anymore. I'm really sick of saying it, but whatever. Maybe you're sick of hearing it. Why wouldn't you be? All right. Um, Remember what I say. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of humanity. And we're on the right side of democracy. 
we stick together, we win. That's not just a saying, it's a state of being. All right, I'm back. Jesus Christ. Let me see. Lee in New York City says, when a friend was in elementary school, the substitute teacher was taking attendance. Tommy P? Tommy P? Has anybody seen Tommy P? And the class giggled. Yeah, well, that's it. That's the Republicans today. <laughs> His name is Tommy P. <laughs> Shifty Schiff. Tommy P. Crooked Hillary. Oh, SP is your name? Does that stand for small penis? Oh, wow. Zinger, zinger. <laughs> you showed him. That really shows us libs how, yeah, I guess you're right. We should all die without health care. Corporations should be able to ride us to the bank unfettered by pesky government of we the people telling them to play nice with the plebs. Uh, you know, you got us there. Uh, I'm so sorry. We saw the light. I hate them. I should be a better person, I suppose. No. I, I really feel that... That's why I say this is un, unapologetic liberal talk. I'm sick of it. It's time for the Democratic Party to get a clue. And I'm here to give them a clue. Really. They need to fight with the mandate that they have. And call out the cheaters. Call out the illegitimate Supreme Court for what it is. It is illegitimate. Call out the liars. Stop pandering to their decency. That doesn't exist. Call them out. Tell the truth that they are a fascist death cult out to destroy America. And if we get to the point where it's, they just won't, conf they won't comply with the Constitution. You know, you know how they walk around with their pocket Constitution? They're so full of shit. That's how they, when they walk around with their flags and their ugly flag shirts. It's because they are not patriots. And they need to distract. They need the symbols of patriotism. Like a con man. Like any grifter. That's what they do. They got to convince you that they're patriotic while they're dismantling everything that the country was founded as. Everything. Like e pluribus unum. If they had an interest in e pluribus unum, we wouldn't be in this boat. We wouldn't be in the middle of a pandemic where they are sending the American people out to die. They're lying to their faces. That's how much they hate the American people. You get it? Yeah, they hate their own supporters. Of course they do. They hate everybody who's not them and not rich. So you're all expendable. You're nothing to them. Get out into your trump rally. Shut up. Cheer, you, you dumb leader. If you die, you die. Consider yourself lucky you got close to 
the sun, you know, like Louis the Fourteenth, the Sun King. That's Twitler to them. Life evolves around revolves around Twitler. Oh, don't worry, everybody. I'm fine. They're far away from me. And they and and still, these cultists go to see him, cheer him. They don't believe anything. They don't believe so everybody who leaves Twitler's orbit and all of them. How come none of them come out and say, what a great guy? None of them who know him. To know him is to hate him. Because if you're a human being with feelings, emotions, and intelligence who has the emotional maturity of uh, your age instead of a schoolyard bully's taunt, you would... Everybody who has eyes, a soul, and a shred of humanity knows who he is, that he's a freaking psychopath. But they don't even believe. So, oh, he didn't call veterans suckers and losers? Of course he did. Where's... Where's the general? Where's General Mattis coming out and saying, oh, no, 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 he would never say that. Of course he did. Ridiculous, the media. All the lies they put out there are ridiculous. No president's going to make a comment like that. Definitely Donald Trump, our president, is not going to make a comment like that. Look what he's done with the veterans. He's done more for their medical care than any other president Bullshit. probably in the history of the country. No, that was Barack Obama, you dumb bitch. Uh, so absolutely false. And the media's going to come out with something false every day. They continue to lie and lie and lie. And Can you believe this? Of course you can. They continue to lie and lie. It's the media. It's the media. It's not the con man. It's the media. It's the media. You know, that media enshrined in the Constitution as the only profession protected that is necessary for a functioning democracy. It's that thing, that thing that Trump doesn't like because it tells the truth. You know, like when Trump was peddling his university or his Trump network vitamins or his greasy steaks or his disgusting everything else that he's ever touched. They're, he's the only one telling the truth, but everybody's lying, lying, lying. All those reviews that said Trump steaks made me want to shit my pants. Lies, lies, lies. People are, a lot of people are aware of that. If John Kelly did say that happened, what would you think of that? I would disregard it because I know there's over 25 people that said it didn't occur. Really? This is from TYT. He would never call us losers because we did for our country what we need to do for our country. Really? I think that sometimes that people take his words and misconstrue them because I backed him in 100%. He's taken care of us. Because you're a dumb-dumb and a racist. He's turned the country around. And I think the problem is that you get people out there that aren't happy with that. He's turned our country around. Oh, yeah, we're so unhappy with that. It was so, it was like a dystopian hellscape before when Barack Obama was in office. All that was there were black people and a smoldering ruin. Now, finally, we got, America's great. There's a con man in the office. Great, great. Nobody likes it. We just don't like it. 
That's what it is. We don't like when the so-called president makes everything great. It just bothers us. You know, we want, um, you know, we just want a, we want free stuff. That's what it is. We don't like it when everything is working out well for everyone. That's why everybody's in the streets. That's why cities are burning. There's too much success going on. Whatever they can do to discredit him, that's what they're gonna do. It's all a lie. He loves the veterans. And I'd, I, I'd rather have him 10 times than I have. He loves the veterans so much, he went to great lengths not to be one of them. Biden. Biden won't do nothing but sell our country to China and anybody oh, yeah. else he can get a dollar from. <laughs> That's all he's ever done since he's been yeah, in office. It's all, Trump will never do that. Won't sell out our country for a dollar. He'll sell it out for less. Uh, as as a military veteran, some of the stuff that's come out about what the president's allegedly said about, uh, you know, Americans in cemeteries and, and whatnot, and what he said about John McCain, a naval man, has that given you pause at all? It has not. Um, he, has says, he has said some things that, you know, I say things off of the spur of moment that yeah, I go back to. I, like I say the N-word, and I call people, F, you know, gays, I call them the F-word, and I, I say, I call my wife a bitch, and, you know, it's, uh, I say things off the cuff, but he's just like us. That's why I like him. He's racist and stupid, just like us, and he can't spell, just like us. Why did I say that for, you know? Why um, did I say, why did I say that N-word again and again and again and again? Ten times. You could probably ask me something in two or three minutes that I'll probably, two days tomorrow, I'll say, why did I say that for? Because that's what I keep doing. I keep saying shit and saying, why did I say that? I keep voting for a dumb dumb, and I say, why did I keep doing that? Why, why, why? It must be all that Trump network vitamins rotting their brains, I suppose. Yeah, we do say things, um, and I did not rehearse y'all coming up here and yeah. asking these questions. We do say so. things like veterans are losers and suckers, people who die. You know, I don't know why I would say something like that. I say things off the cuff like veterans are suckers. And then I'm like, hey, why did I say that? Ten minutes later, I'm like, they're losers, suckers, dummies, idiots. What did they get out of it? They're dead. And then I say, what am I doing? I'm saying this. I don't even know what. Why am I saying it? I just say it. It's not that I mean it. I just say the n-word and then i say veterans are suckers and then i say i just say it uh, what 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 that's what i'm talking about get me effing out of here get them out of here get them out of here you know what i'll be all for the wall then secede it's fine let's say let's form the federated states we can all have a, a vote. We'll go with California, New York, California, whatever. You have a vote. They can have Mitch McConnell. They can have Tennessee or wherever. I mean, I'm sorry. I know. I know there are normal, nice people in every state. You got my, I, you come stay at my house while you're getting yourself together. I got a couch. 
But this can't go on like this. It's not sustainable. Either something has to give, either the Democrats grow a spine and, first of all, stop sucking on corporate teat. Two, grow a spine, fight like the the entire democracy depends on it because it does and or 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 well there's a few outcomes either the democrats grow a spine and start really fighting and that includes getting rid of the corporate um dominance of our government or the republicans come to their senses which won't happen because this is this is a dream come true this is they've been at this for my entire life dismantling america or we break this country up and let them have their less vote getting con man they can have all of them they can have the whole family making their ugly gardens everywhere and you know, they could be importing all kinds of endangered dead animals, whatever the hell they want. They can shoot hibernating bears. They can drink swill that's not regulated. They can eat unregulated food, work for unregulated companies that ride them to the bank mercilessly. That's what they want. They can have all kinds of no protections for health care, but they'll they'll have cheaper insurance premiums oh yeah because the insurance card will be nothing they'll they'll have the the privilege of holding an insurance card in their pocket but it won't pay for anything much less your pre-existing conditions oh my god that's how it's that's why it's cheap you stupid fucks I, I get these emails from morons saying, before Obamacare, my insurance was $150 a month. Well, let's see that policy, you stupid, tedious, goddamn albatross hanging around my neck. For God's sakes. Because, you know what? Before Obamacare, they could kick you off when you're sick. They didn't have to pay for your, not just pre-existing conditions, they didn't have to pay for um, preventative care, for hospitalization, for all kinds of carve-outs, including prescriptions. So yeah, you can have a policy, but it didn't have to, it didn't cover things. And how many horror stories have we heard? And it happened all the time. Somebody getting sick and needing their insurance and then finding out oh shit it doesn't cover hospitalization it doesn't cover whatever it might be anything all of it prescriptions and that's why the american people over a million americans every year declared the uniquely american medical bankruptcy which is a disgusting phrase but it's these stupid Fs. The reason we don't have health care in this country, universal health care, is because of them. They're racist. 
That's what it's about. And they're stupid. And they don't want to share the country with people with darker pigment. That's what it comes down to. I cannot say that, but I know he does our background military, he backs our law enforcement. There have been reports of things that he has said about, uh, you know, calling uh, veterans suckers, calling them losers, uh, referring to them in, in a cemetery in Europe and France. Look World at War this II, lady. World War I veterans. How does that make you feel as a, as a Marine veteran? I don't believe he said that. Of course not. My father served you? from 1941. Yeah, whatever. 1970, Sucker. fighter pilot, test pilot. What a sucker. World War II, Korea. A loser. Passed away Memorial Day. Stupid loser. 2017. I'm sorry. He's in Arlington National. Look what does that have to do with the dum dum, the draft dodging tax cheating con man? But whatever. Th these people are not well. Okay, they're not. That's why they need to be. They're not going to be because they're being they're being uh, entrenched. Their power is being entrenched illegitimately. But. They need to be a permanent minority party. That's what they're meant to be. They're not... You can't give a con po political power because they dismantle democracy. It's the nature of the beast. Down for ours, America. And you just don't believe the president said no, this? No, absolutely not. She's crying. Unreal. I don't believe it. <laughs> like, I don't believe that Trump University was a scam, even though all the people who work for Trump University testified in their depositions under oath that it was set up only as a scam to separate dum-dums from their money. But don't believe them. Don't believe anybody. Don't believe the years of documented cons going on. Don't believe it. How about being fined for money laundering? Laundering money for the Russian mob. Oh, don't believe it. Don't believe it. Just cry. Is, um, is your military service and your dad's service, do you think the president, this president, honors that uh, with his presidency? Absolutely. My son served in Afghan. In Afghan? In Cabal, Army. And mechanics say what they want to, but that man was, he wasn't good for this country. He was McCain. about himself. As most of them are. Oh and then when you say something. Yeah. Oh, Trump is not about himself. <laughs> you hear them? He's McCain. He said, McCain, who's, you know, you can say what you want, but he wasn't good for this country. He was only about himself. Well, I'm so shocked that you don't like people who are only about themselves. Considering um, your, <laughs> your hero. The con man. All right, so Amy Coney Barrett, in the last 15 minutes of the show, before we keep going. Yes, I know Shannon on the chat. Afghan? Yes, he's, he served in Afghan. <laughs> cry, cry, cry. There's, well, I thought you, I thought you were uh, so strong. No crying in the conservatives. You did, you liked, you saved the tears for the libs, right? The snowflakes. So, as, okay, here, 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 here's something. Let me play this while I'm finding the video. Let me remind you to become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin or whatever. Maybe don't, don't become a patron. Don't share the show with your friends. Don't give the show a good review and we won't have a show. <laughs> How's that for much longer? Don't 
super chat don't become a patron don't help the show grow and we won't have a show that that's it maybe you don't want a show maybe you don't like the show you don't want a show you don't think it matters i get it i happen to disagree i think that the only way we're ever going to win or have a decent society that works for all, if we have a liberal media like this show, calling out the Democrats and the Republicans, pushing this country where it needs to be, challenging it to live up to its promises. Okay... But whatever. What do I know? Here's Amy Coney Barrett talking about her mentor. Particularly poignant to me was her long and deep friendship with Justice Antonin Scalia, my own mentor. Justices Scalia and Ginsburg disagreed fiercely in print without rancor in person. Oh, yeah, that's how Their ability to maintain a warm and rich friendship despite their differences, even inspired an opera. <laughs> These two great Americans demonstrated that arguments, even about matters of great consequence... Arguments about great consequence that will never touch you, Amy Coney Barrett, or your ilk. The arguments of great consequence are the, 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 the arguments that you're inflicting on those who don't have any power. See, the powerful, the Republican in party, and the, uh, they are the party of the already pampered and powerful. To pamper the powerful even more, that is why they get out of bed in the morning. That's why they're getting rid of democracy. You get it? Democracy stands in the way of that. So, oh, even uh, RG, RD, I keep saying RGB. Yeah, Ruth, RBG, RGB, because, you know, red, blue, and green. Um, RBG always, and uh, Scalia's famous friendship. They, They were able to get along and not have rancor over these decisions that are, that had great consequences for other people not me because i'm in that i'm in the upper class only for those who don't have any power that's why amy coney barrett is a hypocrite which is really uh something that is required to be a republican they don't you know, if she was really about Jesus, she's all into Jesus, of course. They all pretend to be into Jesus. The, and why uh, Why does she have an entire history of kissing up to the rich and the corporations? Never, ever siding for the little, little guy. Never. Unlike the Jesus she pretends to worship. Wait till Jesus gets a hold of her. I, I, I'm sure he's going to have some strong words for her. If he's a Democrat, he'll have a strongly worded email or tweet, I'm sure. But, um, never. That's one of the things which is wrong with this 
uh, Amy Coney Barrett, is that her entire career, never ever did she side with the little guy. How, what a coincidence. All of the cases that she heard involving corporations, uh, uh, involving D David and Goliath, what a coincidence. Goliath always happened to be right. But that's who Republicans are. But, oh, as long as they, let's have this fake unity while the rich get richer and the working class go lower and lower into the ranks of the entrenched working poor, like Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Scalia, let's all just get along. They, they disagreed. They passionately disagreed on questions of great importance that affected other people's lives, not ours, because if I ever needed an abortion or anybody I knew, don't worry, we'd get one, that's for sure. And don't worry, everybody, I got health care, right? Amy Coney Barrett has health care for life. She's got, she's got it. Don't worry about it. She's fine. She won't have to go on GoFundMe. She could save $400. She doesn't live check to check. She can retire. She can do all that. Don't worry about that. She doesn't have to worry about a big corporation treating her like a borrowed mule and that borrowed mule going to the court because that borrowed mule thinks they live in a free democratic society still. Do you know what I mean? That borrowed mule thinks that they have rights, that they're a person, not just a product or a, or, or a pawn. So that borrowed mule thinks that, oh, I'm an American. I have, there are laws. That used to be a rallying cry for people. I'm an American. And that meant something. You know, there you had to be treated in a certain way. You had to be given your rights. But no, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, she's... It's just so strange how every time one of those borrowed mules came to her and said, hey, I'm a person, and this big, powerful corporation treated me in a, in a way that is abusive against my rights, whatever it might be, it treated me, harmed me, attacked me, abused me, and I, being that one person, that borrowed mule, as an American, I went to the court for recourse. Funny enough, strange, strange how it is with Republicans. Whenever these big corporations are brought before them, they never do anything wrong. It's always the little guy picking on the big guy. Isn't that weird? It's just so strange. But there she is. Someone who, oh, let's pretend that the what we really need are Republicans and Democrats to get along. Act like, oh, let's just be nice. 
can't we get along? Can't we go have a cup of coffee while we're kicking down on the working poor? While we're turning the middle class into the lower class, into the entrenched working poor? While the working class, while the majority of the country lives check to check, can't we all get along while we're kicking down on them? Be nice. Just be nice, like Ellen says. Be nice. And she's goes on in, in her statement here. Need not destroy affection. Oh, yeah. Let's... In both my personal and professional relationships, I strive to meet that standard. Yeah, I, got, I try to be nice to everybody while I'm screwing the little guy. Um, she calls Antonin Scalia her mentor. Let's remember who Scalia was. Another racist. How do you call a racist your mentor? Well, you, you're a right winger. That's what we're, I mean, they're, this is the party that calls Nazis very fine people. This is the party of a standard bearer who is a filthy racist who came down an escalator calling Mexicans rapists. Remember, here's some, here's some things. We can remember Scalia. We're getting towards the end of the show. Let's see. On gay rights, from the point of the Supreme Court, when it ruled in favor of gay rights in 1996, and the majority ruled that states could ban discriminatory acts against gay people, Scalia's opinion on the subject was this. Of course, it is our moral heritage that one should not hate any human being or class of human beings, but I had thought that one could consider certain conduct reprehensible. Murder, for example, or polygamy, or cruelty to animals, and could exhibit even animus towards such conduct. So, being gay is analogous to cruelty to animals, polygamy, murder, and the right-wingers, the fascists, the Amy Coney Barrett's of the world, I guess, have the right, therefore, and the duty to have animus towards gay people. That's Scalia for you. On health care, he said, the majority's ruling was pure applesauce, meaning we should all die if we don't have the money. Oh, well. <laughs> Forget uh, the party of life. You want to live another day? Marry a billionaire. What are you doing? More specifically, Scalia argued that saying that an exchange established by the federal government is, in this, is established by the state goes beyond giving words bizarre meanings. It leaves the limiting phrase by the state with no operative effect at all. Well, that makes so much sense for a right-winger. You know, just mincing words so you can kill people. Do what... Fix the facts around the policies. Damn it. On affirmative action, he said, there are those who contend that it does not benefit African Americans to get them into the University of Texas where they do not do well. 
do not do well. Yeah. As opposed to having them go to a less advanced school. You hear this shit? And a, a slower track school where they will do well. Can you believe that shit? He wrote that. A slower track school. You know, it doesn't do them any good putting them at the University of Texas. An advanced school, they're not advanced. That's what he's saying. They should go to a less advanced school and a slower track where they'll, you know, do better because they'll be with the stupids like them. Disgusting. That's Amy Coney Barrett's mentor. A disgusting, homophobic, classist, racist, uh... Moron? Uh, immoral? I don't know. He's not a moron. He's a... He is a sociopath. Another one. On immigration, in the nation of immigrants, in the first 100 years of the Republic, the states enacted numerous laws by restricting the immigration of certain classes of aliens, including convicted criminals, indigenous... In, indignants, I'm sorry... Person, persons with contagious diseases, and in southern states, free blacks. State laws not only provide for the removal of unwanted immigrants, but also impose penalties on unlawfully present aliens and others who aid in their immigration. Isn't that wonderful in the nation of immigrants? Co just, um, what is it? Conflating immigration with classes of aliens, co convicted criminals, persons with contagious diseases, an infestation, right? That's every, every minority group that ever emigrated to the United States was called an infestation on gun control. Obviously, the amendment does not apply to arms that cannot be hand-carried. It's to keep and bear. It doesn't apply to cannons, but I suppose there are handheld rocket launchers that can bring down airplanes. Can you believe this fucking stupidity? That will have to be, and it will have to be decided. On, gen on gender discrimination... If the current society wants to outlaw discrimination by sex, you should have legislatures. On the death penalty, the court thus proclaims this itself the sole arbiter of our nation's moral standards and in the course of discharging that awesome responsibility purports to take guidance from the views of foreign courts. I mean, he's just such a... Everything about Scalia, when he was alive, I remember following him, of course, and everything else that was going on. And, and how they, as I say, fix the facts around the policy. And what is that's exactly what he would do. Twist everything. One, if it didn't suit for whatever reason, if they wanted a particular outcome... He would fix the facts around the policy. He would change his opinions. That's his skill. That's what they did. They, was, they were able to write these opinions in ways that justified their attack and assault against decency, dignity, and democracy. 
All right, guys. My name is Tara Devlin. My God, help us. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin if you want the show to continue, I guess. Um, And in the meantime, remember what I say. We are on the right side of history. We're on the right side of dignity, decency, and democracy. And we stick together. We win. And we will win. I'll see you soon. My name is Tara Devlin. All right. Thank you, Patricia. Thanks for your show, Tara. Patricia writes, I appreciate this family we've formed on the chat more than you know. I do too, Patricia. I definitely do too. More than I can express in words. And thank you, Shannon. Yet another super chat. Yeah. And Paradu on the chat says, humans versus conservatives. We have to win. That's the truth. That's a good way to put it. Humans versus conservatives. I'm stealing that, if you don't mind. I'm going to take that. Maybe I'll, I'll call that, I'll use that as a title for our next show. Humans versus conservatives. It really comes down to that. Yeah, I'm actually writing this down. Hold on. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. I hope you don't mind me taking it. And I will call, I don't know, the next show. But a show in the future. An appropriate show. Well, it will all be appropriate because that will always apply. It's sort of like Republican dirty tricks. It always applies. We will never run out of dirty tricks. Oh, good. Look, Shannon sent me a text. Oh, that's good. Shannon, I'll show everybody. Wait, I have to choose uh, the chat. Look at that. Remove Trump. Where is that, Shannon? Someone's hanging this banner on their house. Good. That's a patriot right there. Let me see. Hold on. Where was that, Shannon? Park Slope, Brooklyn. Yes. Keep up the great work, Park Slope. That's how we do it. All right, my friends, let's see what happens this week, and hopefully I'll try to have a show. I will try to have as many shows as possible. I really will. I will, I will, I will, I swear. I want to. I want to. I have to. Look at this face. I'm not happy. Look at this life. Oh, my God. I'm exhausted. We need each other, yes, and Patricia, I get it. I need this community too. So you guys, if you if you're not on our Discord yet, please join the Discord. You can keep in touch in between shows that way. And I suggest that you do. You can post pictures of your pets, pictures of your family pictures of yourself introduce yourself won't that be nice 
we had a good idea about the having a Zoom for the patrons and supporters. I know that some people are not patrons, but they support the show. So, well, of course, they will be invited to the Zoom. We just have to pick a day. What the hell is this shit? Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought that my video ended suddenly and I didn't end it. All right. So we will have, we'll have to pick a day. That's what we'll do. Maybe on the, in the discord, we can have some kind of vote when, when we think will be a good day to do the, the, the zoom get together. Won't that be nice? And we can do that as a fun little gathering. Maybe we'll, you know, get coffee. You can bring whatever. You can drink if you want. I don't drink, as you know. Because I'm allergic to it. I break out in handcuffs. Dun dun dun. I break out in rehabs. <laughs> I just break out. My brain is broken in that way. So... All right, my friends. Thank you, Malcolm. Hello. Malcolm says, do you expect the Democrats to cave in to not fight over the Supreme Court? Yeah, they're already. They are already caving in. They're already they're already saying that this is their strategy. Okay, here it is. Get the people mad. The people are mad. They want the people to put as much pressure on the Republicans as they can, like in every other circumstance, when the people went to the Capitol and had die-ins and things like that. This is what we need to do again. It needs to happen. That's the Democratic strategy. They're asking for this. They're openly saying it. They're saying they don't have the votes to stop this appointment this illegitimate appointment, but they're not calling it illegitimate as they should. Oh, here's Tara Jr. Come on. Come on, honey. Come on. Up. Come on. Come on. Yay. Tara Jr. Jr.'s here. <laughs> so they are, um, they're, tr they want the American people to get pissed and pr put pressure on the Senate and, and their representatives. That's what they want to do. That's their plan. Okay? They've already said, Nancy Pelosi already said that they're not impeaching Trump. Even though impeachment would immediately stop this sham. And... Everything, yeah, they keep saying everything's on the table. We all have to know that everything's on the table. Your health care is on the table. They're trying to get the American people motivated to vote, of course, but to harass their representatives, and that's what they should do, of course. But the Democrats, in my opinion, should also fight with every tool or every weapon in their arsenal, including impeachment. Threaten it. You know why the, you know why Nancy Pelosi won't impeach this scumbag, this criminal who is he's a criminal. How many more crimes 
he's taking he's openly taking help from from Putin an, an autocrat they lie to the american people about their who what the dangerous threats are in this country who uh, enable what is these uh not enabling um designating antifa as a terrorist organization this thing that doesn't exist while our real the real terrorist organization is the right wing is on the right the right wing terrorism as the fbi as we know they're the our true threat they do nothing about the pandemic. I mean, it all, all of it. Lying about the pandemic. How about sowing um, doubt about the election? What about that? All of it. Lying about voter fraud. Saying there's voter fraud. There's not voter fraud. Impeach his effing ass impeach him it would stop it immediately and now all over the corporate media they're asking every democrat will you increase the numbers on the court and i don't know they keep well it's the right strategy i think when they say that now is not the time to talk about it but all um everything's on the table that's what they're saying. Well, that's true. Let's not, let's not distract and talk about well what we're going to do after the fact, but let's um, do everything now that we can to stop this, including and in calling the this entire thing what it is, not just a power grab. It's an illegitimate attempt to seize power and change this country from a democ uh, from a democracy into an, an, inter, an entrenched oligarchy. But they won't say that because the um, because they take money from the corporations too. They want their cake and eat it too. They want to be able to go back to normal. What's normal? Normal is what got us here. Normal gave us the 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 republicans the normals allow normal allowed the republicans to get away with the slow dismantling of the grand experiment and here we are unreal charge him with everything charge him with anthony says charge trump with defacing government property charge him with lying killing the american people lying about the pandemic how about that that's not impeachable you have him on tape saying oh it's the worst it's the worst and then you have him saying it's nothing get out there don't worry about it it's like a flu. It's going to disappear one day like a miracle. And you'll, like a miracle, you'll be dead. One day you'll be awake. You'll be alive walking around. Next thing, you'll be dead. Oh, let me, here's this. I know the show has to end, but listen to this. Well, we, we now know the disease. We didn't know it. 
Now we know it. It affects elderly people, elderly people with heart problems and other problems. Yeah, nobody. They have nobody other else. problems. That's what it really affects. That's Bullshit. It. You know, in some states, thousands of people, nobody young. Below Bullshit. the age of 18, like nobody. No. They have a strong immune system. Who knows? You look at you. Take your head off to the young, because they have a hell of an immune system. But it affects virtually nobody. We now take your hat off to the young. And you see the guy in the background? This fucking idiot over here? Taking his hat off. Take your hat off to the young. They got a great immune system. Hey, who would have ever thought they have a great... The young people. So, wow. That is some rockin' immune system. It's like, it's like a, a 10 with double Ds immune system you gotta nobody will die unless you're on you're hanging by a thread these they should be dead anyway it's like the walking dead they got heart problems they're old i mean how many years you got you gotta let you don't want to live i mean come on you're 70 Uh, you got a heart problem you know you should be grateful that you get coronavirus. You're dying of a very fashionable disease. You know, eh, hats off to the young. They gotta, wow, nobody even dies young. Who ever heard of dying young? That's so bizarre. No one, thousands, you got all these states, thousands of people, not even a young person, none of them. Hats off. All of that is a lie. All of that. And this fucking idiot behind him taking his hat off? I really... I, I'm, um, I'm working on my anger issues. But somewhere in my own private apocalypse, I'm drop-kicking that idiot in the face metaphorically speaking okay legally and peacefully hats off to the young i'm giving uh, i'm giving him a taste of coronavirus if i had the magic wand that could not you don't have to die but give them give them coronavirus because republicans only see the light when something affects them directly so it is for their betterment to give them a taste of the coronavirus because all of those who have survived the coronavirus, you know what they say? This ain't no joke, dum-dums. Not you guys. I'm talking to them. It is not the flu. It's no joke. It is not, um, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go, I don't feel too well. I'm going to go to sleep early and I'll drink some fluids Oh, guys, I gotta go to bed early. I'm up in the morning. Uh, I'll I'll feel better with a good night's sleep, honey. You no. Not only will your you might not make it, you will have residual effects for the rest of your life. Is what we are finding. The more that we learn about it, not that the liar will tell the dum dums. 
And guess what? By the time they're through, by the time the Republicans are through with us, that'll all be a pre-existing condition when they drag us back to the bad old days where insurance companies could kick you off when you're sick, when they can charge you more for pre-existing conditions or not even insure you at all. I hate them. Okay, like I would hate anything that's killing me. And killing not just me. They're killing everyone we ever knew and loved. Everyone who ever did anything good for this country, whoever sacrificed. They're spitting in the face of every, every single one of them. Of every step we ever took into into unity into progress everything that ever was great about this country hats off to the young i don't know and then yeah i love these rallies that these idiots go to that they stand there in the super spreader rallies making themselves because they think you know what they think and the They've been told that, oh, it's you got to get to herd immunity, which will mean about two million of our fellow Americans dead by the time these fuckers are through with us. But they th- I, they just think that, you know, they're standing there. They, they don't care. They think, oh, let me get coronavirus. I'll be helping. It's my patriotic duty. I'll be helping us reach herd immunity good good let them have it let them let them have it and then i don't understand how they uh, they stand in these rallies um uh, while this narcissist goes on a stream of consciousness and it's not even interesting a moron with a 12 uh with a 12 year the vocabulary of a 12-year-old lying to them, taking them on a uh, magical mystery tour of his manias. And they stand there like the narcissistic supply that they are, cheering and agreeing with the lies and letting their empty skulls be filled up with bullshit the patriot the most patriotic thing these idiots could do is get the coronavirus in my opinion and then stay home and leave us the f alone stay home get it if you pass off you know if you lose if you die then oh well right some that's what i've heard them say too if I die, I die. Okay. Well, is that a promise? Get it. Get it. Get out there. Touch your faces. Touch each other's faces. Pretend, you know, it's Twitler. Un-American, anti-patriotic, anti-American, unpatriotic dupes. And it takes a village of idiots to destroy a, 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 a democracy. 
It takes uh, immoral, narcissistic scumbags and their village of idiots. So I'm not, I have no patience for them. They're stupid and they need to be called out. One day, I've said it all along, one day soon in the future, not too far in the future, those who supported Trump will only speak of it in shamed whispers. That's co- that day is coming. Maybe not for all of them. Of course, there's always the dead enders that will never change or never see the light, but it's coming. I'm telling you, it is. There will be a time. And that's why the other thing, okay, I know I'm going way over, but on some level, we can talk about this during the week too. I am, I really hope that Twitler declares himself the winner on election night and puts this country into the chaos to a point to such chaos to a point that we that we we have to do what we have to do to meaning it 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 can't be denied what a what a what a piece of wasted scum he is to the point where the, all of these trumpanzees are vilified as the scums that they are and the ones who enable him and follow him, including Lindsey Graham, including all of them, the whole army of idiots, Matt Getz, Jim Jordan, all of the scum, Kaylee McEnany, every single one of them, Kellyanne Conway, the, the sewer rat, all of them. And when, by the time he's done effing us over, the American people, we won't tolerate a single statue, a single portrait of his, all of this shit. That's the other thing I'm not looking forward to, living in a country where there's portraits of him in the Hall of Presidents. He's not a president. None of them are. Ugh. All right, my name, hello, you know what it is. Hats off to the young. They got a great immune system. Here, this is a narcissistic, su- thank you for the narcissistic supply, because I was standing on the Supreme Court steps and they were booing me, so I needed to go to a super spreader rally and put you all in danger while I stand there and riff like a drunk in some goddamn crackers bar sounding it's not even as interesting as Archie Bunker that's what he sounds like just going on this stream of consciousness riff about him liars just lies too and these idiots stand there while um, the American people die and the democracy dies. So they're on, they're not patriots. I call them traitors because they are. They're traitors. And when they contact me on Twitter, I'm like, yeah, what's up, traitor? What do you want, traitor? Shut up, traitor. You're boring me, traitor. You know why you're boring me? Because you are boring. You, you're a dupe that falls for the oldest tricks in the book. 
Same old, same old, traitor. F off back to Russia now, traitor. Go, go, move. Go to your Pakistan. That's your conservative dreamland, traitor. You can't function in democracy, traitor. I, I, I'm sick of it, traitor. And so every American, every real American. You know, all these years we've been enduring these traitors talk about uh, Massachusetts liberals and California liberals. You know, that's George Bush. All of them talk like that, dividing this country. We should have been kicking right back at them, right back in the balls. Who wants to be like Kentucky? Who wants to be like... We, you never hear Democrats talking like that. Kicking down on the red states the way the, the Republicans do that. And, you know, that was George Bush who he um, campaigned against the Massachusetts liberals. Even though, didn't he, wasn't he a Massachusetts liberal himself? Uh, not a liberal, from uh, East Coast liberals. Always kicking down, divide, oh, talking about real America. Oh, this is real America. No, no, but we're not real America, though. The ones who actually can function in America, right? Just the traitors. Anybody who talks about real America? Well, now, we're the real Americans. We've always been. The ones who can function in democracy. That's real America. So, they, with the way they talk with their divisiveness... So it goes back my entire life. I'm from the government. The, the nine most terrifying words in the English language. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Traitor. You're a traitor. Reagan, what are you talking about? You hate the government? You're a traitor. That's the government that the founders rebelled to create. You fuck. Oh, sorry. Traitor. Oh, yeah, look at his, Shannon on the chat. I want to destroy his comb over. He's gross, and he's getting gianter by the minute because he's a, he is a fragile little narcissist, a succubus, just sucking in. He's got to suck in his narcissistic supply from the dupes. Oh, they booed me at the Supreme Court. I need my traitors to stand here, there and listen to me riff about all my lies. Oh, yeah, hats off to the young. And he's lying to them, putting them in danger of their own death. And the death of the people that they love. This virus, this Trump virus, that's what he is. And the idiots... Stand there for it. The traitors. All right, my friends. My God, I'm all for... I got to get ready for... I got to do the show. I, I have... Not do the show. I have to prepare the show for progressive voices. It's another whole thing I got to do. So it's not, a, it's not that bad, but it takes time. And therefore, I start another part of my day. It never ends. I never stop. 
Not that it, whatever. It is what it is, as Trump would say. So, yeah, if you like the show, if you want the show to continue, please go to patreon.com, if you can, and become a patron. Thank you, Malcolm, for your super chat. Thank you, Shannon, for your numerous super chats. Thank you, Patricia, for your super chat. And for your kindness and comments, and for being a part of the Discord community as well. Which I wish Shannon, I keep asking Shannon, she sends me pictures of her pugs, and I say, put them on the Discord. Everyone wants to see them. Does she do it? No. Um, Anthony, thank you. Anthony says, vote him out. Absolutely. Martin, and Martin says, vote Biden-Harris and lock up Trump. That sounds like a plan. Thank you, JD, for your super chat in pounds. Thank you. Please find me, I don't know, my next ex. Can I? I got to get out of here. Thank you, Shannon. Yes, thank you, Tara. Stick together. Absolutely. You guys, you guys, you guys. You just got to go on Discord. And Shannon, you already have an account there. I see your name. You just got to go there. It's the easiest thing in the world. All right. My friends, my name is Tara Dent. Why are we looking at... Oh, my God. What is this? Why are we looking at Twitler's face? Thank you all for hanging out. Maybe, hopefully, we'll have a show as soon as possible. I try to do a show whenever we get patrons... A new patron to, who is the sponsor of the show. So that helps. Share the show with your friends. You know what to do. You guys like the show. Hit the damn notification button. Oh, here comes Tara Jr. again. Come on. Come on. Are you coming up to say goodnight? Say goodnight, Tara Jr. Jr. Say, say goodnight. To all your friends. Say goodnight, honey. He's usually very talkative. All right. Look at Tara Jr. Jr. Look at him. Isn't he cute? I have to go hug him. He's such a good boy. All right, my friends. Thank you so much for hanging out. You know my name, Tara Devlin. I almost said Tara Devlin Devlin. <laughs> Like Tara Jr. Jr. And we remember, remember, I'm trying to find my, oh, okay. Well, that's the end of the show, really, right? Remember, we stick together. We win and we will win because we are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of democracy. That's why we are unapologetic. This is unapologetic liberal talk. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you very soon.